0: Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night.
1: Welcome back. I'm Amy, and I'm joined by Bonnie, Leah, and Katie talking about our one cool Explorer gal. Katie has already talked about Isabel Bird, but before we dive back in, let's get to know something random about our gal pals. All right, so my random question is: What is the strangest thing that you have ever brought back from one of your travels?
2: Ew. <laughs> I think I know the most disturbing thing. ever Oh, oh so, there, there you go. go. Lovely. Yes, this was before I realized. Um, some seashells are for taking some <laughs> have critters in them oh do tell distinguish between the two and make a good judgment call about mm-hmm. which one mm-hmm. to bring home with you oh no because mm-hmm. they can get smelly mm. oh no yeah you definitely want to make sure you got an empty seashell just like anything you pull from the beach and bring home, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. Like, I know we want to bring yeah. the beach back with us. I love the beach. But yes. Like, but I came back with dead bags full of sand ones because I'm like, I'm going to do something so cute with this. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> I basically oh, yeah. just
2: like threw it away. Stupid oh, Pinterest. <laughs> yeah. Right? In
0: my life. I, did, um, I did the sand thing. I burned incense. So I got sand from the Santa Monica beach and yeah. I burned incense in it.
2: Into it. That's just, like, romantic. I love that life. But my life is that my sandbag sat outside with the seashells and brought it on my back porch. And they gave me no, like, what is... Warm and fuzzy. I know. Does it give you good feelings, warm feelings? Right, exactly. Does it spark joy? Yeah. uh, It brought me... No no joy. No joy. And eventually went to the garbage can. Just death and
0: destruction and... Dead animals. So I
2: don't know if those are weird things to bring home or I just vacation. No, morally. it's just you know
0: what? It's and, your, you're doing a public good. You're warning yeah. the people. And you know? I will saying
2: like a lot of the um, souvenirs because I have been to Iceland. I don't mm-hmm. know if I said that when I was going on and on. I I did. You went to Iceland. Yes. No, you were guys. there. Yeah. I was yeah. in Iceland. <laughs> yes. One time when I traveled abroad yes. to Iceland. You did. You brought me chocolate. I did. But uh, <laughs> they also have a lot of um, weird wool like troll type. Little stuff for oh, kids. Okay. Yeah. Like and little mm. troll dolls. And right. Like, trolls are big there. So okay. gotcha. I think we definitely got some hmm. troll stuff.
0: Sweet. That is weird. Were they made yeah. out of seashells? Oh. They're made out of little, oh, no. little oh, okay. Icelandic right. sheep. Is there anything oh. alive
1: inside the troll?
0: They didn't smell like <laughs> the, the Spirit of no. dead children. I don't know. <laughs> I <just> haunted, <laughs> haunted? Haunted trolls. trolls. No. See? But they were weird.
3: I'm trying to think of better one than my dog's Bonnie. What's yours? <laughs> I don't have anything that weird. Like I swear when I was in Greece, like I thought that I brought back some rocks that were maybe from the quarry and Paros, where they, they mined all the good marble from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they weren't like marble rocks, but they were like rocks. They but were
0: like next to the marble. I don't rocks remember anything. if a
1: I marble, was like. Wait, I know
3: what a marble rock looks like. I
1: don't know. Not, Not, know. Not until polished. Yeah, it looks like probably David. marble.
3: <laughs> um, but like I don't remember if I. I remember I took some. I don't remember if I freaked out thinking like, oh, customs is going to get me. <laughs> Like, I don't remember if I actually took them back with me or not because I don't know where they are. Right. So I may have left them there in Australia. Uh. For the plain red back, I remember I bought a book, a science fiction book, because the cover was pretty. Mm-hmm. And that was my first Julian May book. Oh, would you have talked so, about on yes? The show Yes. I remember See? reading like the first chapter, which is about the the first which is about the, the main character, the storyteller dude and his pet cat, and I remember falling asleep. <laughs> yeah. And then I picked it up months later and
0: read it. And then got into it. Yep. Nice all right i think i have a better one than my dogs okay so because we went to the glorious fort wayne to pick up tasha not that Mm. exciting we went to the (laughs) fantastic and overabundant ohio to go get dolores and then we went all the way to the edge of somewhere in indiana to get a different dog and Mm. ended up getting trinity instead so i wanted to get a poo shits it's a poodle and a shih tzu yep And it was a Pooh Shits And I just really wanted a Pooh Shits We were going to name it Lebowski It was going to be great And it was already adopted So we said What's that cute dog? And it was Trinity So we got her Um, But I think the weirdest thing I've ever taken on a trip It's twofold Number one An Olive Garden napkin (laughs) 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 And number two A TGI Friday's um, Cup that had uh, Oh crap uh, Tartar sauce in it Okay (laughs) Here's the reason why. So I know, right? I went to visit my folks who had money to go to these said expensive restaurants when I was living in Los Angeles like a poor fucking beggar. And I didn't have basic things like a nice napkin and a little condiment jar. And so I stole them thinking they'll just charge my parents on the bill and it'll be fine. And I still have them to I've this seen day. Them at your purse. Yes.
2: Yes. yes, I've seen so, these relics. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because it was like, I need this. I know it's wrong to take it, but I can't afford it. And when am I gonna go to a place that actually sells this stuff? <laughs> As a cloth. Napkins. Plus, I just need one. I need one <laughs> condiment <laughs> and one condiment jar. So like for did myself. you like
2: smuggle these in the purse? Are we talking oh, in talk the purse. down the bra? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I always had a big purse. So
0: yeah, I had a big purse. It was four occasions such you, you this. tied the cloth
2: napkin around your neck like you came in with a jaunty right? scarf. Right. Oh, <laughs> yes. No, 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 I was wearing this. Oh, yeah. what? Did uh, it stay on my lap? Oh, my god! What are you think? It's got ravioli on it. I know,
0: right? I was also, like, really making sure I did not really use it that much, so I didn't have it. These were the things that <laughs> you I wanted. Yeah, yep. I still have that burgundy napkin. <laughs> what is yours, Amy? Well, I will tell my
1: tale of shame. <laughs>
0: There is no shame in the library. <laughs>
1: it's a safe place. Well, I was visiting Vatican
0: City. Oh, no. What did you steal from the Pope?
1: <laughs> well. Yes. A- along one of the walls. Yes. A tile had fallen off. <laughs> and so I picked it up and I put it in my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. And then we walked around through the rest of the Vatican. And the whole time, it's like, you know, you always hear like it's burning a hole. This was burning a hole in my heathen pocket. So at the last minute, I panicked and I put it back. Yeah. But I did keep a big piece of the grout. (laughs) Because I wanted something to remember it by. Did you break some of it off? No, it was all like it oh, was okay. just like a little like rubbly pile. So okay. it had, Yes. Like kind of a smaller t- chunk of tile, and right. and I just scooped it and threw it all in my pocket. <laughs> but so <laughs> so I have a piece of grout. Oh no, goodness! Vatican. That
0: is amazing.
1: Yeah, that is.
0: Your shave spiral was real, wasn't it? Oh.
1: <laughs> and there are many other times that I have also stolen. Many precious <laughs> relics, <laughs> pocket and things, but was oh good, the most fun. embarrassing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Oh. Well, who do you have for us, darling? Who is your one cool explorer gal?
1: Well, I am uh, going to talk about Gloria Hollister Annabelle.
0: Ooh. And she
1: is one of the gals of the bathysphere.
0: Ooh, the <laughs> bathosphere. <laughs> I like it already.
1: Yes. The bathysphere was invented by William Beebe and actually manufactured by Otis Barton. And it was, I guess you'd call it a submarine. Okay. I don't know. It was... Like a capsule? Well, it was, it okay. was perfectly round. Okay. And it, Um, I guess the... Walls were about a foot thick metal. Oh, my God. Mm. It had um, windows that were made of quartz because glass yeah. glass they, they didn't think was going to hold up yeah. underwater. And they said in everywhere I read that it was a two man submarine. Mm. But when you see pictures of it, I... I I couldn't fit in it. I don't know how two oh, men fit in it. It's right, tiny. Right, yeah. and it's just <laughs> this, br- it's b- a tiny half little half round thing. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> and it was attached to a giant winch. Okay. So there was a chain to um, pull it back up. Right. And then there was the air hoses, mm-hmm. and there was also a telephone cable, so oh that my they God, could it's tiny. T- yeah, it's tiny. P-
0: Put that in the show notes. I will put that (laughs) in the show
1: notes. Because
0: that is a tiny, it's like a large golf ball. I know. It's like, it's just like a little
1: marble. I mean, I don't even, I don't understand how two people cram it in there. No. And just imagine how it would just get so steamy and gross. But anyway. Oh. But it was, it was um, built in the late 20s. Okay. And Beeb was the head of. They called it the Department of Tropical Research, the DTR. Ooh. And it was in um,
0: Bermuda. Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go.
2: <laughs> let's all go to Dollar Tree <laughs> <laughs> and get some Jimmy. I right. fear <laughs> Luo stuffs in uh, puppets in
0: town.
1: Puppets um, <laughs> in
2: town.
0: Yes.
1: And so he, he was the marine biologist. Okay. And he invented this to do deep sea dives. And he and Barton um, actually held the record for decades for Uh the deepest, like, human Mm -hmm. depth in the ocean at about just over
0: 3,000 feet. Until James Cameron came along? Sorry. (laughs) James Cameron! Cameron!
1: (laughs) No, actually, Otis Barton broke it. He broke his own record. Oh! I like like it. Like, in 1950. Sweet. Um, And Beeb was... Mocked by other scientists because he hired women.
0: Oh, of course, it's like this a is, Pickering situation. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is
1: 1930, and um, the quote is that they really ridiculed him. They called his inclusion of women in these spaces a deprofessionalization of the field. Oh, but Beeb's response is that he hired the team for their sound ideas and scientific research. Yeah, so exactly. he just did not care.
0: Sweet, good man.
1: And one of the women he hired is uh, Gloria Hollister. She um, got her probably, it was probably a titty degree. A titty in degree. In zoology. Titty degree. There you yes, go. <laughs> and yep. she started working in um, a cancer research lab. Oh, wow. But she really wanted to get outside and to study animals. So mm-hmm. she applied at the Department of Trop- Tropical Research and she got the job. Um, she was hired on for dissection so that oh, the, yeah. the little tiny bathysphere also had a net and it had outside lights and things so they right. could see. And um, yeah, so they would bring up specimens. And so they mm. needed people who were very good at dissection. Ah. But um, what she really shined at was manning the other end of that telephone line. Ah. And it was very important that they had somebody on the end of that line who not only was a very gifted scientist to transcribe all the notes. Because oh. it was very hard to take notes in the tiny mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ball yeah. with the hot sweaty You're sitting there
0: in a sick. yoga ball yes. doing N- research. Yes.
1: So they just <laughs> described everything in great detail oh. over the phones. Nice. But also her personality was... Such she was outgoing and bubbly. She could joke with them. She could mm-hmm. keep this their spirits up when they were down. Encourage in the them. There. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And also keep, um, keep them talking uh, because any they panicked. Well, any time there was silence, she, you know, she had no way of knowing like, are they dead? Did they right. lose air? Did we lose connection? Or are they just looking at something? Right. So she had to have the kind of personality to you know. Hey, what's going on down there? You know, what's happening? And and just to be able -hmm. to talk to them for a long period of time and keep up a stream of conversation. Oh, nice. She was very important, um, not only for her research, but also because she she was the person that was always manning those phone lines and also just taking copious notes. Yeah, yeah. Because these these were, they were seeing things no one's ever seen. Like, yeah. like now when we think of the anglerfish, I mean, we all get that image yes! with the glowy thing. Mm-hmm. Well, at the time, no one has seen one. And so right. to see one was just crazy. And to yeah. try and describe it. It's got a flashlight. on <laughs> it's, <laughs> t- it's got big tank. But like, right. so, so, you know, and then to study it too, and to be able to study the specimens when they came up. Yeah. And so... She was also very important to the lab um, because she invented some very um, new and modern dissection techniques.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Bermudans who helped out in the lab, um, they called it the house of magic
0: oh. mm-hmm.
1: because she actually invented a chemical process that you could put on the specimen and it would make the, um, the scales and the organs transparent Hmm. So that you could oh. see the fish. So she did a lot of experiments with different dyes and x-rays. Oh, and because she really, hmm. they wanted to be able to study yeah, the yeah. the interior of these crazy animals because a lot of what they were bringing up, um, they were, they're black because they're down they're in so, the, in yeah, the dark got no and they, yeah, they don't develop any color. Yeah, And so it, so here she she was taking these black like eels and things and making them clear and so it was the house of magic oh, was her lab
0: wow and
1: she also got to go down in the bathosphere on several occasions wow. she nice. actually yes um, the first time was on her thirtieth birthday oh yes birthday. they took her they took her I don't know how much I mean it would be very exciting but also like hideously
0: uncomfortable oh yeah but <laughs> but and. <laughs> Yay! i yes. get to go in a toilet into the <laughs> bottom mm-hmm. of the yeah, no, yay kidding. i'm yeah i'm
1: crammed in here but um yeah and like they've been using it for a year it's probably disgusting oh i'm <laughs> sure it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, and on that day she got the record for the deepest dive for a woman oh nice um four years later she tripled that Ooh. so her first record was 410 feet and her second record was 1,208 feet. Oh goodness! And that actually stayed as the woman's record until the 60s.
0: Oh really? Nice. Yes. They oh they gosh. just
1: didn't have the technology to to do it. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. they were just dropping these wooden or wooden these metal <laughs> <balls>. marbles yeah. <laughs> down in the in the ocean. Oh my gosh! So after that, um, she did other expeditions. For the Department of Tropical Research, um, she explored over 200 miles in Guyana. Sweet. Yes. And um, she also flew a light plane on that trip and recorded all sorts of unmapped waterfalls and um, different geographic things. Look at that. Little cartographer there. Mm-hmm. Aww. And she also studied the golden frog, the rainbow tanager, and the hotzen, which I guess is another um, monkey I, I
0: think so. Thing. To remember the, the su- <laughs> Is the tannager the one with the big red eyes? The tannager's the, the little teeny cute ones, yes. Yes, that's what I yes. thought. Ooh. Okay, all right. Yeah, yes. and
1: she brought back some of the first specimens of those ever to the Bronx oh. Zoo. She brought them back live, so they were captive specimens. Oh, cute. I know, and she lectured a lot about her research and got a lot of publicity um, she was a member of the Society of Women Geographers and okay. received their Outstanding Achievement Award. Yay. Yes. Um, in 1952, she moved to Connecticut with her husband and she just fell in love with the Mianus River Gorge. Mm-hmm. And she got very worried about preserving it. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. Yes. So in the 50s, um, she founded the Mianis River Gorge Conservation Committee. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually became a member of the nature conservancy and the gorge became its first pioneer land project. Oh, wow. She ran tours through the gorge. She would take visitors in and trying to raise money to support for its preservation. And in 1964, the gorge became the country's first natural history landmark to be registered with the department of the interior. Oh wow! Hmm. Um, it originally the preserve was only sixty acres, but now it's seven hundred and seventy. Goodness! Yes. So she was, I mean, not only this ocean explorer, but she Land. also preserved. Yeah, it was very important okay. for uh, U.S. preservation efforts. Cool. But I also want to mention some of the other Bathysphere gals. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I love how you like bring us
0: one gal and you're like, I'm going to bring all these ladies too. And I love that. I got to bring our friends,
1: man. Absolutely. Because they're also cool. Because she also worked with a woman named Jocelyn Crane. Okay. And she was also a zoologist who studied
0: crabs. And her. uh, Did you find the one with the knife? You know, the one I'm talking about? Oh gosh, I hope (laughs) so. Crazy. (laughs) (laughs) that one's still around (laughs) it is
1: uh she wrote a book called fiddler crabs of the world in the 70s that's still used today Mm -hmm. um and when she was working with beebe um she also did get to go down in the bathysphere but she mostly shined in um really going through these notes Mm-hmm. that were you know just sort of stream of consciousness get everything and, down yeah and mm-hmm. organizing it and then also classifying the animals and doing all um... the taxonomy and all that kind of stuff oh neat when Beebe retired he named her the director of the um dtr the tropical research department and so she stayed in bermuda and actually ran that Oh, wow.
0: 50s. Oh, so mm-hmm. she stayed.
1: Yes. Oh, and yes. And she studied crafts. Sweet.
0: <laughs> I like it.
1: <laughs> Another very important part of this expedition, and very important to Beeb also, is when they couldn't get specimens,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he hired artists and illustrators to draw from his descriptions. Oh. So he would phone them up to Gloria, and Gloria would pass them on to the artist's mm-hmm. Um, and if they had a specimen, they would also give those. Yeah. Um, but if they didn't, it was just the, the written description. And then these illustrators, and most of them were also women, Cool. would draw up whatever he saw. And then he would come later, he and Otis, and say, well, no, this has to be different, or this fin mm-hmm. is different, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the, the most famous of these artists is um, Elsa Bosselman. And she was German and um, moved to America and she was classically trained in art in Germany and she had her first show at the age of 27. In America, she also had other private art shows and she also did some illustrations for books and other things, but um, she really uh, wanted to do nature illustration and so she applied with... Um, the Zoological Society, and that's how she got hired by the DTR to go to Bermuda ah. and work on this work on this project.
0: It's a kind of like a lifetime dream of she yes. wanted to draw animals and lifelike. Yeah,
1: yes, and she, so yeah, she, she and she just wanted to help and 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 do this artwork based on on these real discoveries.
0: Nice, um,
1: but she also did other things. She also illustrated Tintin. Um, oh, some of her works, the doggy. Um, yeah, other scientific works that she did for like National Geographic, um, she painted like different um, things from Aztec history. Like she just did a lot of mm. illustrations, and cool. um, yeah, in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. And she actually to she didn't go down in the bathysphere, but um, she would put on a diving bell helmet. Yeah, yeah, and go underwater with a weighted easel with the canvas attached to it. Oh, wow. And her brush would be chained to that. And she'd have oil paints because of Mm -hmm. course they wouldn't mix with the water. Yeah. And she would paint underwater just to get a sense of sort of the light and the move, the way fish moved. Oh, wow. And so, um, she also did a little self portrait of her in her diving bell under the water. And I just think that's so cool that, that she, you know neat. went under the water when that you know to kind of she probably uh, hadn't immerse, ever, yeah. you know, done any kind of diving before, but she would she would see. go there. She called it a fairy land.
0: Oh um, yeah, she loved it. I can see that.
1: And her paintings of all these crazy deep water fish, they were kind of a sensation. Oh. Um, they were published in National Geographic magazine in the mid thirties. And um People just went nuts because I mean these that they, they just these fish looked crazy. Oh yeah,
0: never seen anything like it on multiple different levels. Yes. Yeah,
1: and also her illustration style really brought them to life. She sort of gave the fish a personality. Yeah, if you look at her works. Like right now, when we think of an anglerfish, like I always think of, like it's really cartoony. Yes, Mm -hmm. you know, like yeah, finding Nemo. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's her. That's her consciousness. It's it's now it's part of the zeitgeist when we think Mm -hmm. of these weird glowing fish. Mm -hmm. That that image we get a lot of it is based on her work.
0: Nice.
1: And she also um, illustrated um, textiles, bathroom towels, rugs, handbags. They were sold at Macy's and they were based on her underwater illustration. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was going to say, were
0: any of them Ben's tiles age. at the Vatican? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I thought we were going full circle. I might have circle. stolen it <laughs> if it <laughs> fell off the wall.
1: It was you rubble died. on the floor.
0: <laughs> Your left left there. <laughs> the Pope has more. <laughs> yes. I, he can afford some grout. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. I probably know of her work and not her name. I'll bet yes. you that's what it's sounding like. If you've seen it, her stuff a yes, thousand times, yes,
1: and it it also has that real like um, mid century modern um, sensibility to it. Just right when you look at it, it's just they're just really cool. So I had nice. to mention her, yeah, just because she was sitting in the water in her sixteen pound mm-hmm. weird helmet with the air <laughs> hose painting with her weird.
0: Weighted. So cool, though. Oh. <laughs> Weighted paints. I can see Bonnie doing that next week. <laughs> <Na-na-na-na>. <laughs> the
1: the Zoological Society still has a lot of her works. Oh, neat. And when they were pulling them for an exhibition, they noticed that some of them had Beeb's notes on the back where it said, <gasps> oh, you know, wow. move this fin or this is wrong or, yes. you know, fix this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and so it's just really, the whole project is just weird and but cool and but cool <laughs> and my probably my favorite bathysphere story it isn't gal related but it's hilarious mm-hmm. um they went on the radio because they were gonna do like this half mile dive and it was going to be one of the deepest and they were broadcasting it oh wow so it was a whole big thing they were being broadcast and it was beeb and barton they were crammed up in the little bathysphere. And it's, it's being lowered down, <laughs> live broadcast, Barton totally gets seasick, pukes everywhere. Oh, no! Because imagine you're just dangling on this little know, string. Right? You're probably getting yeah. batted all over the place. I mean, it's not like straight down. Yeah. And so... And so they just have to keep broadcasting. Oh God! And they're stuck in there. I mean, you're stuck. You're in, this in it. Tiny mm-hmm. little thing. Oh gosh, I just can't imagine oh. it. But I just love that, and I just love the thought that they have to. That th- I'm sure they hid the whole thing. Oh yeah. You know, yes. like
0: so they're like covering
1: the microphone <laughs> and like not. You know, they're doing it through the phone line, of course. But and they did hit their record. But still, I just oh can't gosh. imagine how, mm. just how disgusting Ugh. to just be down there. Right? right?
3: <laughs> no. Mm. Talking about
1: their amazing <laughs> project and the world that they're seeing out their window. Oh,
3: my gosh. And, the ocean smells funny. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I know. And
1: the Bass sphere took a lot of hits, too. Um, they actually had to plug up one of the windows with a steel mm. plug because it cracked. Oh, gosh. Yeah. The quartz
0: and, didn't last?
1: one of them didn't they they had three windows in total and so they got down to just only really one that worked and that's (laughs) why they couldn't take pictures either not just because it was so dark right yeah um, but because the quartz was it just wasn't clear enough Mm -hmm. so that's that's when they had to start getting when they realized there's no way they're going to take pictures yeah yeah so it was just the whole project was fascinating and just the fact that he hired women without a second thought. Yeah, right. He's like, I just want whoever's going to do a good job. Right, exactly. So, mm-hmm. and
0: I love that. Yes. That's the way it should be. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, yay for Bede. Yay! yay for Gloria and Elsa and everyone on this project. Yes.
0: And that is just... a very cool thing. Very cool. <laughs> oh, I love it.
1: Yes, I. I sound so I'll, amazing. I'll never get over looking up the picture and seeing that it's mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. height of it only yeah. comes up right. to their waist. They're there's a foot the... thick, so the inside's yeah. even tinier. Right. right. And then there's
3: all that equipment in there too, oxygen tanks and. Mm-hmm. Well, they had the oxygen
0: like, pipe.
1: It's in a hose, in from yeah. From the hose, so it was. Pr- it. I mean, it was pretty empty inside, just like switches for the lights and. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Yeah. I mean, there's still stuff in there. There's, yeah. There's.
0: It's still a coffin.
1: I don't think there's seats. I mean, you're just like in this little round. Right. It's awful.
0: I. It's a. It's a. It's a hard pass for me. I'm with (laughs) Jocelyn
1: Crane. I would not go. I would be up top, just Mm -hmm. taking notes.
0: Exactly. uh, I'll just talk to you over the radio then.
1: Yeah. It's like I don't have. I don't
0: have to go. Right. Exactly. (laughs) but somebody had to and i'm glad there are people that existed that were willing to trust a lead ball yes, and see and what's down there
1: and it's just so cool that that record lasted for so I know, right?
0: long i mean they just nobody else was crazy enough to go down there no not until there equipment. was better technology right, exactly. sure. mm-hmm. <laughs> you've got your leg your whole life in your hands. yes Oh, too fun <laughs> that wraps it up for this week join
1: us next week as our next gal pal shares her one cool explorer gal as the gals guide podcast continues thanks for listening
0: for show notes links and images from this week's show visit galsguide.org Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers become a gals guide patron today
3: thanks for listening